0: Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk with Michelle podcast. For the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about the eight powerful tips to overcome negative thoughts. At the end of the day, we all have had, we all are having, or we all will have negative thoughts. That is just a a part of life. It doesn't matter how positive you are. At some point in time in your life you will have negative thoughts so I want to share this quote with you and it says we don't see things as they are we see them as we are can I say that one more time we don't see things as they are we see them as we are and that quote by is Anais Nin so it starts with just a thought or a feeling Or maybe with a sentence spoken by someone else and then it starts to drag you down that's how these negative thoughts begin all it takes is for one person sometimes just to say one word and that negativity just starts to spiral out of effect it could be a conversation you had it could be a joke that was told it could be something that was said on the news and the list can go on and on and on but all it takes is something simple to start to to drag you downhill so let's jump right on in number one when you're in what seems like a negative situation find what's good or what you can learn from that that situation so if you had a setback and we all have you stumbled or failed then things might look bleak and so negative thoughts will start to crop up and threaten to fill your view of the situation so what I want you to do is ask yourself questions like What's one good thing about this situation? Doesn't matter what it is. And there are too many things for me to even try to to name, but no matter what it is, ask yourself, what is one good thing about this situation? Give me one good takeaway from whatever it is that you're going through. It could be that you found out that your significant others cheated on you. You lost your job. The plant where you work closed down. And again, the list can go, you're bankrupt. The list can go on and on. But there's always one good thing out of all of that that you can find. And then ask yourself, what's one thing I can do differently the next time? See, I don't know about you all, but anytime life has dealt me a hand that I didn't necessarily want, I always learn to find The silver lining in that that thing so that I can do things differently the next time and then what's one thing I can learn from this because the problem is is that if you go through something regardless of what it is and you don't learn anything that's a problem that is a huge problem no that's a massive problem because you should be learning something from whatever it is that you're going through Number two, replace the negativity in your life. So what you let in your mind in your everyday life will have a huge impact on you. So start questioning what you allow inside of you. And that's this is why I'm always telling you guys, you have to be careful about the people that you choose to associate with, who you hang around with, because whoever you spend the majority of your time with, that's who you're going to end up becoming. And I know we all think, oh, no, not me. I'm too strong for that I'm too big for that I'm too good for that or whatever the case may be but I'm telling you what I know and I've lived long enough to see some things show me the five or six people that you hang out with all the time and I can tell you where your life is going if you hang out with nothing but negative people never have anything good to say we all know people like that right never have anything good to say about anything eventually You and your positive self, you're going to end up being like them. Why? Because that's what you hang around. And we tend to become that which we associate with the most. So ask yourself, what are the top three sources of negativity in my life? And everybody has some. Sometimes it's a person. And that person can be a family member, a good friend, a longtime friend, an acquaintance, a coworker. The list can go on and on. But what are the top three sources of negativity in your life? I I can't tell you that. Only you know that. So I need you to. And this is where I always say having a journal comes in handy because you can write these things down. What can I do to spend less time with these three sources this week? So first of all, you're identifying those three sources. What are they? And then once you identify them, come up with a plan to spend as less time as possible with those three sources this this week. Start one week at a time. Heck, start one day at a time. If you can't find ways to do that right now for all three of the things that you have on your list, then take a smaller step and focus on doing that with just one of those sources. Then spend the time on more positive sources and people that are already in your life or that you want to explore and perhaps make a new part of it. Number three, stop making mountains out of molehills. That's a, a saying that I haven't heard in a long time. So, to stop a small negative thought from becoming a big monster in your mind, you have to confront it early. And I, I catch myself doing that sometimes. And I have to say, Michelle, hold on. Ho, ho, ho. Why are you letting that one little thing blow up into this big piece of work when it doesn't have to be? You have to cut that thing off at the source because if you're not careful, that one little thing can blow up into this huge mess real quick. Number four, speak life and not death. Keep negative thoughts that are starting to cloud your whole mind bottled up. I'm sorry, keeping negative thoughts that are starting to cloud your whole mind bottled up won't help you, but it will hurt you. So share your thoughts with someone you trust because venting can help you see your situation in a better light. See, we think that we have the answer to everything and we don't. I don't claim to know it all. I I just don't. There are a lot of things I do know and I can speak life into you but guess what I still need somebody to speak it into me every now and then so it's all right now I don't share things with everybody but I do have a, a, my good sister girlfriend my sister from another mister that we can talk about anything I can share things with her and I know she doesn't judge me neither do I judge her because sometimes you really do need to vent but keeping that stuff bottled up inside is never a good idea it is never a good idea because eventually it has to come out somewhere and what usually happens is that you will unleash on someone that doesn't really deserve it all because you have all this pent-up aggression and what have you and and you don't know how to to get rid of it so all it takes is for one person to say something to you to look at you wrong And you just spewing all over them and they have no idea why. Now, they may not even be the nicest person in the world, but they didn't deserve that. Number five, learn to live in the moment. You all have got to stop walking around thinking about what has happened to you in the past instead focus your energy on what is to come start making it a habit to spend time living in the present moment and you will you will have fewer negative thoughts i say this all the time to people whatever it is that happened to you in the past i'm not saying just forget about and throw it out the window but you can't walk around with it in the forefront of your mind all the time because then, all you're doing is constantly living in the past, and I know people like that they 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 live in the past all the time, and you're like, "Okay, what about the right now? Can we talk about that?" But no, they want to talk about the past when they had this, when they had that, when they had the other the The past when someone did this they did they they did that they did the other. okay, I understand that see when things happen to you, you don't forget it because when you forget it. History is doomed to repeat itself, but by the same token, you can't walk around with it in the forefront of your mind either. So learn to live in the moment. I don't live in the past, and to be quite honest with you, I don't even live in the future. I pray about the future. I plan for the future. But every day that I wake up, I ask God to allow me to live in the right now. Lord, let me live for this moment, for this day. Because tomorrow will take care of itself. Yesterday is gone. Help me to live in the right now. Because right now is all you have. You don't even necessarily have 10 minutes from now. We pray that we do. But we really need to start learning how to live in the right now. So here's some exercises that you can try. So number one, focus only on your breathing. And I want you to take a one to two minute pause right now and take deep breaths, making sure you're breathing in through your nose, causing your stomach to expand right now. Focus only on your breathing and nothing else. So I want you to just, you know, if you have to pause this, go ahead and do it. But I want you to do that just for a few minutes. You don't even have to do it for a full five minutes. If you can, great. If you can only do it for a minute, that's fine too. But just close your eyes and focus only on your breathing. Breathe in through your nose. And then breathe out through your nose. And I don't know about you all, but that is so relaxing. And every now and then, throughout the course of your day, I need you to do that. And then I also want you to try to take in the world around you. So take a one to two minute break. Get out of your head and put your attention on what's around you right now and nothing else. I don't know where you are listening to this. You might be in your car. You might be in your living room, your sunroom, your kitchen. And you might even be in the bathroom. It doesn't even matter. But wherever you are, take one to two minutes. Like I said, get out of your head and put your attention on what's around you right now just notice what's going on around you are there people what sounds do you hear what smells do you do you smell what 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 do you see around you is there green grass is there a well-laid sidewalk Is your car, does your car have pollen all over it? I don't know. Just take in what is around you. Focus on the people that are walking by outside your window. The muffled words and the noises from the street, the smells around you and the sun shining in and warming your skin. Take all of that in just for one to two minutes. So doing your breathing for one to two minutes and then just take in everything around you. Number six, don't let the vague thoughts put you down. One common mistake that people make when it comes to fears and that I've made many times myself is to become scared and run away from them instead of taking a closer look. It's, of course, natural to feel that impulse and to to want to avoid it. But when fears are vague, they can become so much scarier than they actually need to be. So you've got to face those fears head on. I remember some years ago, um, Bishop, Lord have mercy, his name is escaping me. Mm, mm, mm. I can't think of his name. He's deceased now. But anyway, he talked about running in your dreams. I don't know about you all, but I've had dreams where I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. I have no idea what I'm running from because as far as I can see, when I turn around, I don't see anything. And I wake up and I think, Lord, I haven't spent my whole dream running from something, but I have no idea what I was running from. And I'm not even a runner. And he talked about how when that happens, he said, stop running, turn around and face whatever it is that's that's chasing you. Well, that's easier said than done, because when you're dreaming, it just doesn't work that way. At least it hasn't for me. So I said all that to say when you have these vague thoughts sometimes they can cause you to be so afraid and 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 some of us are work walking around right now with all these vague thoughts in there in our minds and we're afraid And, and we're more afraid of what we don't know than what we are what we know so what i want you to do is to stop letting those vague thoughts and that vague energy Have you more afraid than what you need to be? Stop running from it. Turn around and face Bishop Eddie Long. I knew it was going to come to me eventually. Bishop Eddie Long, God rest his soul. He talked about that. He said, stop running from stuff. Turn around and face your fears. Number seven, start tomorrow in a way that sets a positive tone for your day. How you start your day often sets the tone for the remainder of the day. And if you don't believe me, just wake up tomorrow and and notice how you start your morning off. If you start your morning off and it's quite chaotic, it's confusing, it's full of a whole bunch of stuff, your day is typically going to be like that throughout the day. So you can set the tone for your day. That's why I wake up every morning. I've shared shared this with you all before. I wake up every morning and before my feet hit the floor, I say my prayers. I meditate. And I always say, Lord, this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I say, Lord, today is going to be a great day no matter what. No matter what happens no matter what somebody says no matter what somebody does it's going to be a great day anyway and I believe that in my heart I believe that in my mind I believe that with everything that I am it's not just lip service it's not something I just say I believe it that's why I say it and then I go out here and I act like it come for me if you want to guess what it's still gonna be a great day because I refuse to let you or anybody else take me to a place that I don't want to be. Now I have my moments where I, I will allow you to do that because I'm just in the mood for something different. But as as a whole, you, you can't take me out of my element if I don't choose to allow you to do that. So that's why I always say wake up every day deciding this is going to be a great day no matter what. And keep that smile on your face. Let people wonder, what is she smiling for? What is he smiling for? All this stuff that's going on, they're sitting over there smiling. You're right, because you know what? I decided when I woke up this morning that today was going to be a great day. Period, end of sentence. Mm. And lastly, number eight. List five things that you are grateful for right now. So being grateful helps Appreciate what you already have. Come on, somebody. Being grateful helps appreciate what you already have. And and this is why I'm going to share this with you. This is why when I have my prayer meditation time, I always make sure I say, Lord, I am thankful for that which you have already given me. I am thankful for what I have right now. If you don't do anything else for me, Lord, I'm still going to be thankful for what I already have. The problem is, is many people are not grateful for what they already have because they're so busy being worried about what they want and they don't have. Be thankful for what you already have because somebody somewhere would love to have what it is that you have. So here's my list. My health, my strength, my daughter, my family, my other half. My home, my job, my business, my paid bills, come on now, my student loans and my, my failed relationships, being a single mother because they made me the person that I am today. So that's more than five, but you get where I'm going with this. I said just list five if you have more, great, but list five things that you're grateful for right now. And that's just a few things, because Lord knows I can go on and on and on. I'm thankful for having two vehicles, one of which is paid for. This October make a year that it's been paid for. The other one, I hit two years into my payments. I only have four years left. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the roof over my head, the food in my refrigerator. Come on, somebody. I'm thankful to have friends that I can trust, that I can count on. I'm thankful that I, have a, I serve a God that loves me in spite of me. I'm thankful that I serve a God who, who gives me his, his grace and his mercy, even when I probably didn't even deserve it. So all I'm asking you to do is list five things that you're grateful for right now. But I'm going to say a minimum of five. If you have more, honey, just list. And every day I want you to read that list. And never, ever, ever forget that just because things aren't going right, don't forget what you wrote on that list. Because you should always be grateful for those things no matter what's going on in your life. Now, here's a bonus. Here's a bonus for you because y'all know I love to give bonuses. Read positive quotes. I don't know about you all, but I love positive quotes. I love quotes, period. But I love positive quotes. And so I want to share with you a quote by an unknown author. And it simply says this, watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Mm. I'm definitely gonna make sure that I get that in the notes because I want you all to 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 keep that close to you because that's a powerful quote like I said I don't know who wrote that quote and doesn't even matter but I love I've always loved that quote because it's so powerful and it speaks volumes now I'm gonna share another quote with you this is an extra bonus a couple of days ago I was watching this video and this young lady, she said, there are three, three places you can live for free in this world. She said, in your lane, out of my business and over there somewhere. I just do that in for free. But I'm telling you, find some positive quotes. And if, you know, some people, I know some of y'all are the kings and queens of sticky notes, write them down, post them where you can see them. Me, I like to write mine in my vision book because that's where i go at least once a day to 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 go through things but put down those quotes that you need you might even want to stick some in your car but this one right here this is powerful let me do a quick recap you guys and i promise i'll let you be today i talked about eight powerful tips to help you overcome negative thoughts number one i said when you're in what seems like a negative situation find what's good or what you can learn from that situation Doesn't matter what it is that you're going through, what setback, what stumbling block you you run into, what didn't work out. There's always some good in there. Always some good. Let me tell you what I know for a fact. When that job doesn't work out, that's because God's been trying to get your attention for a while now to tell you it's time for you to leave. But you didn't want to leave. Why? Because it was easy. And you said, well, I like my coworkers. The, the work I do is okay. It's not what I want to do, but it's okay. And so God has to shake things up to get you to move on. So that's why I said, all right, Lord, when you're speaking to me, let me hear you the first time because I don't want you to have to raise your hand to get my attention. Number two, I said, replace the negativity in your life. There's some negativity in your life. I can promise you that because we all have it. I don't care how great you live and and, and all that good stuff. Or how great your thoughts are and how good you are to people there's always something in your life that's that's negative that you need to get rid of number 3 i said stop making mountains out of molehills stop taking those small things those small negative thoughts and turning them into this huge monstrosity of a situation when it doesn't have to be and all that starts in your mind you ever find yourself sitting around thinking that people are saying things about you or plotting against you. And here those folks aren't even thinking about you. But for some reason, your mind told you that they were. Number four, speak life and not death. The Bible even tells us that there is power in the tongue. That we can speak life or we can speak death. I choose to speak life, not only in my life, but also in your lives as well. So be careful what comes out of your mouth. Mm. number five learn to live in the moment stop stop living in the past the past is gone you can't change that Evan left you okay you did the best that you could to love him Brenda left you you did the best you could to love her that's in the past and I know your heart is still broken but guess what God is going to send you on somebody else that's going to love you unconditionally so let the past go I always say God never Never, ever removes anything from our lives that wasn't meant that that he didn't want to be there anyway. Mm. And just like his word says, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So he's always there with you. Then number five, I said, learn, I'm sorry, that was number five. Learn to live in the moment. Stop worrying about the past. The past is gone. Stop stop worrying about the future because it hasn't gotten here. Plus, it's not promised to you anyway. It's all right to plan for it, but don't you sit there and worry about it. Live in the here and now. Number six, I said, don't let those vague thoughts pull you down because it's always those vague thoughts that you have no concrete evidence behind that you allow to bother you. Cut it out. Number seven, I said starting tomorrow. Start tomorrow in a way that sets a positive tone for your day. Wake up every day and decide that you are going to set a positive tone for your day. You have the power to do that. I just need you to, to believe it. And number eight, I said list five things that you're grateful for right now and you might have more than five and that's great but at least start with five that you are grateful for right now and every day i want you to add something to that list i want you to review it and add something to it even if it's just one thing and then i gave you a bonus which was to read make sure you're reading positive quotes and the one that i shared with you is by an unknown author and it simply says watch your thoughts because they become words I said, watch your words because they become actions. Watch your actions. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. Watch your character because it becomes your destiny. You guys, that's it. That's all I have. I hope something that I said marinates in your mind and helps you to become a much better person Helps you to become a more positive thinking person. Helps you to overcome those negative thoughts that you walk around with daily. Only you can fix that. And I'm hoping that you will decide that you are ready to live a more positive life. Not just in indeed, but also in word and how you think. For those of you that are new to my podcast, I wanna say welcome, so glad to have you here. I post a podcast every Saturday, so make sure you join me every Saturday for a new word of inspiration. If this is not your first rodeo, welcome back. i missed you guys. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Go out there, enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your weekend, have a great week on purpose, And let's overcome those negative thoughts. Please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month, you guys. That's it. That helps me continue to do the thing that I love to do. And that is to bring you all an inspirational message every week. Go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until next week, take care hi and welcome back to another elevator talk with Michelle for the time that is ours to share you guys I want to talk about some surefire ways to get your mojo back I know what you're thinking Michelle what in the world are you talking about do you know the older that we get sometimes we start to think that we've lost our mojo and truth be told it's not really about the aging process because you have some young people Who think that they've, and I'm air quoting, you just can't see it, have lost their mojo. So I'm going to give you some things to think about, and I'll list them in the description box, so please make sure you check them out. So we're going to jump right on in. Number one, stop whining. Can I say that one more again? Because somebody in the back of the room missed what I just said because you blinked too fast. Stop whining. If there's something in your life that you don't like, you either fix it you try to fix it or you move away from it while it's fine to vent occasionally endless going on and on on this negative pathway or pathway i should say is a surefire way to kill your mojo do you understand what i'm saying so i'm gonna say that one more time it's fine to vent occasionally however You need to if something that you don't like or something someone in your life is not adding any value let me say that to your life you either try to fix it or you just move away from it let leave it be the thing that gets me and I'm gonna say this because I'm I'm gonna vent right now and then I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone the thing that gets me is that people will have folks in their lives maybe it's a job some co-workers a relationship and these people just drain you of all your positive energy. And you vent about it all the time, yet you make no move to get rid of it. If they won't leave, then want it, you leave. But what you should not do is sit around spending your time worrying about those people, those places, and those things that add no value to your life. I'm just not gonna do it and I'm loving the fact that I'm in a season of my life right now where I'm not worried actually I've been in this season for a while but I'm, I'm not worried about those people places and things that add no value to my life you know why because it's like that snake in the grass I don't have to worry about getting bit because I'm not gonna go anywhere near it and I'm not gonna allow it to come anywhere near me all right I'm done venting. let me move on number two do something daring so go on a mini vacation But get this, you guys, by yourself. You know, we always go on vacations with other people, be it a family member, significant other, your children, girlfriends, guy friends, whoever. But how many of you can actually say that you have been on a vacation by yourself? I can honestly say that I have never been on a vacation by myself. I have traveled by myself for work but I've never been on a vacation by myself. Go bungee jumping or do something else that makes you step outside of your comfort zone. Funny thing is, I talked about on Thursday how you have to step outside your comfort zone in order to truly live because nothing really great happens in your comfort zone that's your safe place that's your go-to place when when all else fails you know you can stay in your comfort zone and be successful you don't have to do much in your comfort zone because people don't expect much from you but every now and then you have to step outside of your comfort zone I had to step outside of my comfort zone and create a podcast I had to step outside of my comfort zone and start doing videos for my YouTube channel I had to step outside of my comfort zone come on somebody and started doing Instagram reels that is just not my thing it was not my thing but now I love it and I'll talk about pretty much any topic that you give me and I said pretty much okay number three I said where's something flattering looking good will help you feel good also spritz on some perfume or cologne you ever notice how when you're wearing jeans and a t-shirt you have a different feeling about you than when you dress up and put on that nice Sunday go to prayer meeting suit or that 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 pretty picnic dress if you will and some cute shoes some heels or you know your little pearls and all that kind of stuff you feel completely different maybe it's just me I don't know but I know I do I feel different when I'm in leggings or sweatpants and a t-shirt or a tank top than I do when I get dressed up it's a completely different feeling number four I said engage in an activity that you enjoy The positive spirit you feel toward what you're doing will radiate to the outside. Anytime you are doing something that you don't really enjoy doing, something that you don't truly want to do, that's why, before I finish that thought, that's why I try my best to be careful about doing things and my heart really isn't in it. Because if my heart's not in it, chances are I'm not going to give 110% to that thing. I may give 50% to it but I'm not gonna give my all to it because it's not something I really enjoy doing I enjoy motivating people and so I give it my all I come to you broken sometimes I come to you just not feeling my best sometimes not not feeling like motivating you at all because I don't really feel motivated at that particular moment but I can put that on the shelf because this is what I enjoy doing And I understand that it's not about me it's about the people that I help and I keep that as my focus and because I enjoy doing it I get this positive spirit that just overwhelms me so that once I'm done with with motivating people it doesn't matter if it's just a post or a video I feel so much better number five practice positive So repeat the following to yourself, and I'll make sure I I really spell this one out. When it comes to dreams, one might falter, but the only way to fail is to abandon them. I need you to get that in your spirit, and I need you to remind yourself of that every day. So let me say it one more time. When it comes to dreams, one might falter, but the only way to fail is to abandon them. And that is so true. We all have dreams. We all have goals. I have a vision book. You all know I don't do vision boards, but I have a vision book. And every time I have a thought or a dream to do something, I write it down. Because even if I don't get to do whatever that thing is in the year in which that vision book is designed for, I can take that page out and I can put it in next year's vision book because I'm going to do it. I just didn't get around to doing it when I wrote it down. Number six, get moving. Engage in a physical activity that you enjoy. You can go out for a bike ride, challenge someone to a friendly game of tennis, or I love me some racquetball, or go for a long hike, just like water that doesn't circulate tends to become stagnant. Lack of of movement can make you feel sluggish and depleted. So I need you all to get up and get moving. You ever notice how when you tend to lounge around all day doing nothing, picking your toenails, watching the same old shows over and over again, or whatever it is you do when you're just laying around doing nothing, you don't feel like you, you lack the energy to want to do anything. And you feel sluggish and you just feel like all your energy is just gone. But get up and get moved. Let somebody call and say, hey, come on, let's go to the mall. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do the other. You go do it and you think, wow, that was so much fun. I am so glad I went. So I need you to get up and get moving. Number seven, set yourself up to have frequent small wins. So instead of setting these huge goals and telling yourself that you'll succeed once you achieve them, I want you to break your goals down into monthly, weekly, and daily goals. And I'm going to add something else onto to that. So I said the monthly, I said the weekly, and I said the daily, but I also want you to think about quarterly as well as yearly. I didn't have that in my notes, but I'm going to write that down right now because I'm just a firm believer. Like I've started this year setting quarterly goals for myself and I have daily goals as well and I have monthly goals of things that I want to achieve. I even have some weekly goals, but I, I set goals quarterly and I have overall goals for the year. Number eight, keep your head up. To quote Elizabeth town so you failed you want to really you want to be really great have the courage to fail big and stick around make them wonder why you're still smiling come on now I don't know if if, if you don't get that something's wrong with you I'm gonna say that one more one more time I talked about keeping your head up and this Elizabeth town quote says so you failed Okay, so what? You fail? You want to be really great? Have the courage to fail big and then stick around. Make people wonder why you're still smiling. Let me tell you something. You ever notice how people look at you different when you fail at something and you can still smile? You can still thank God. You can still praise God. Come on now. You can still lift up holy hands and folks are looking at you like you have lost your natural born mind. And they're saying to themselves, what in the world is she or he so happy about? That thing that they were trying to do, it didn't work out. So what are you happy for? Mm. That's because they don't know the secret that you know. That you have to keep your head up even when things don't work out. Okay, that relationship didn't work out. Honey, hold your head up. That job didn't work out. Hold your head up that that investment that you got into it didn't work out hold your head up put that smile on I'm talking about a genuine smile I'm talking about that fake smile that looks like you're clenching your butt cheeks to keep from passing gas I'm talking about put on a genuine smile and let people wonder what in the world do you have to be so happy about and you tell them honey I'm just happy because I'm still here I failed so what I learned from my mistakes and now I'm gonna move on and take what I learned someplace else. Ooh, come on, somebody. Number nine, be true to yourself. Are you doing what you really want to do or are you trying to fulfill the expectations of others? Now this is a question you guys that I really, really, really want you to think about. I want you to ask yourself that question and I want you to really think about that thing. Are you following conventional wisdom instead of listening to your gut? Paying attention to your authentic needs and listening to your inner wisdom is one of the best ways to get your mojo back. I can promise you that. Okay, number 10, take a moment to look back at your successes if your mojo is down because you haven't had any successes in a while try to reconnect with the feeling of success that you've had in the past and then bring that feeling into the present this is always a great thing to do you might even be at a place where you're not in a relationship and you it seems like everybody around you is and you so want to be in a relationship and you just feel beat down Think back to a relationship that you had that was just awesome. And maybe you all both parted on on good terms and it was a mutual parting. And think about how great it was when you were in that last great relationship. Hold that in the front of your mind and just remember that God is getting ready to send on the person that is right for you. Or if maybe your business is not doing so well right now it's okay you've been at the top before and you'll get back up there again think about when your your business was at a great place before that should put a smile on your face and get your energy going so i just really want to stress that you need to reach back and look at your wins look at your successes and let that hold you until the new win and the new success comes into play. Number 11, forgive and forget. Oh, this is, this is powerful. You guys, you can't undo what happened, but you can stop dragging it around with you by refusing to think about it. Mm. We need a whole podcast on that in and of itself. We have got to learn to forgive and forget. One thing's for certain, two things for sure. I refuse to walk around thinking about people that did me wrong, thinking about people that have talked about me, thinking about people that didn't have my best interest, thinking about people that didn't believe in me, thinking about people that hurt me. I'm not walking around thinking about that stuff. You know what? I've forgiven those people. I do. I've forgiven those people. So I don't have to walk around thinking about all the things that I want God to do to you or all the things I wish I could do to you that wouldn't land me in jail. I don't have time to do to, to sit and worry about that. I'm living my best life. I forgive and I forget. You know why? Because God can take care of those people far better than you can. So you forgive them, you forget them, and then you move on and let God handle it. Because I promise you, he will take care of that thing. You don't have to stress yourself about it. Number 12, stop waiting for the facts to change. Stop waiting for the facts To change so which is just wishful thinking if you've suffered a setback you might decide to do nothing until a more comfortable set of facts presents themselves and it may not happen so stop waiting for it the facts are what they are it is what it is so just keep it moving stop sitting around waiting for new information so you can change how you feel you 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 control that, don't put that in somebody else's hands. Number thirteen, be curious. I want you to go out there and learn something new, find some new interests. that always helps to get your mojo back. You have to be curious. now, I want you to be curious within reason don't go out there getting yourself in trouble. <laughs> don't 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 get yourself caught up in stuff. Don't get yourself hurt, but be curious just a little bit. Number 14, be grateful for what you have instead of focusing on what you lack. I don't even really need to to spell that one out for you because that, that right there speaks volumes. Be grateful for what you have right now. Let me put a pen right there before I go on with the rest of that sentence. Whatever it is that you have right now, I want you to be grateful for it. Stop, stop, because I, I can hear somebody out there. You're thinking about, yeah, but... There was a time when I had this big, beautiful home and I had this top of the line luxury car and I had this great paying job and I had this, that and the other. My family was just awesome. Okay, all of those things are great, but I want you to be grateful for what you have right now. See, when we're not grateful for what we have right now, that's a slap in the face to God. God is saying, well, wait a minute. Okay, yeah, I took some of those things away from you. But look at what you have. The Bible even tells us is that when we are faithful over a little, mm, God will bless us with more, right? So always be grateful. I don't know about you, but every day before my feet hit the floor, I told you well, I do my prayer meditation. And one of the things I always say is, Lord, I am grateful for all that I have right now. And if you never blessed me with anything else, I'm still grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for my friends I'm grateful for the things that you allow me to have I'm thankful for my job I'm thankful for the car that you that that my trucks that you allowed me to have one of which was paid off last October glory to God another one that I'm two years in next February I'll have three years down and two more to go I am thankful for all that I have right now so if I don't get that big mansion and I won't lie y'all I, I'm afraid to be in the house by myself anyway but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time but if I don't get that big mansion it's all right I'm thankful for the money I have in the bank while I'm waiting come on now while I'm waiting for my millions do you get what I'm understand do you understand what I'm saying be thankful for what you have while you're waiting for what it is that you want Ooh, that'll preach it in and of itself and I to finish that sentence I said instead of focusing on what you lack see the problem becomes when you start focusing on what you have what I'm sorry when you start to focus on what you don't have what you have begins to take a back seat so I want you to stop worrying about what you don't have and focus on what you do have so you may have a speaking business and right now you only have ten clients focus on those ten clients focus on giving them the best that you, excuse me, have to offer. Stop worrying about how you're not a Bishop T.D. Jakes and a Bishop, yeah, Bishop T.D. Jakes or Les Brown or Eric Thomas or Angel Richardson, Lisa Nichols. I forget her married last name because she just got married, but forget about those people forget about all the, the 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 folks and clients and that they have folks that are buying up their products you'll get to that level but focus on what you have right now as you work towards getting to where you want to be number 15 stay in your own life Ooh. stop comparing yourself to others and don't stray from your path because you're trying to copy what somebody else is doing See, that's how you end up hurting yourself or you end up getting hurt when you try to do what other people are doing. See, there's a reason why they're doing what they're doing. And you may not know the reason behind it. So you go, oh, I want to do what they're doing. And then you find that it doesn't work out quite the way you thought it was going to. So stop trying to do what they're doing. And do what God has given you to do. Stay in your own life. I don't compare myself to anybody and I'm gonna tell you this nobody is better than you and is beneath you we all are at different levels in life and you have to remember that stop trying to compare yourself to what other people have where they live what they're doing God gave you goals and dreams and he gave you a, a blueprint to follow that might be different than what he gave somebody else Mm. number 16 hang any awards or certificates that you have in a place where you'll be able to see them often you need to surround yourself with your accomplishments that's what number 16 is surround yourself with your accomplishments you can also place photos of yourself having fun with your friends and family and keep places so that you're reminded of the people who care about you. See, sometimes we get caught up with the people that no longer care about us, the people that no longer make time for us, the people that have left us, and you forget about the people that are still there. I'm thankful for the people that God has placed in my life that care about me as I care about them, that love on me the way I love on them. I can't worry about the people that have, that, that have left that's their choice to do that and that just means that they weren't meant to be in this season of my life anyway y'all know I've talked about that before when we try to hold on to people that God said wait a minute mm their time in your their season in your life has expired that's like you trying to drink expired milk and you know it smells sour or you trying to eat some expired cheese and it's funky as all get out but you're trying to eat it anyway no accepted that everything has an expiration date that's why we don't live forever and so those people that chose to leave that's fine let them go they're just not the people that you need in your life so surround yourself with accomplishments you might be at a place right now as you're listening to this thinking wow I can remember a time when I was getting awards and certificates and whatever else is it is that you were getting and now I'm not getting those things and it can make you feel a little depressed just a little bit that's why it's so important to to place your accomplishments where you can see them so you can look back and say well I remember when I got that I can remember when I got this that, or the other and and as I talked about great vacation memories every time I go downstairs as I go down the steps and go around to cut through the living room to go to the bathroom, there's a picture frame of me and my mom and my sister, my sister-in-law, and I think my brother's in it, my niece and my nephew, because the twins weren't born yet, and we were in o- and my daughter, and we were in Ocean City. Those are great memories. And my dad was never a beach person, so I can remember, he'd be like, y'all go and have fun, you know, you need some money, here you go, have fun, see when you get back. <laughs> but now, you know my sister and i are making sure "Uh on there you're gonna start coming with us when we go on these family outings and we have a great time when we go to, to to florida and williamsburg and other places and we have these beautiful pictures that just capture the great memories you know that we've that we have had as a family and it's just wonderful So just, you know, make sure you put those things up because you want to remind yourself. Number 17, I have two more and then I'm done. Number 17, help someone. There's no better way to feel good about yourself and raise your mojo than by being of service to someone else. I don't know about you, but when I can help somebody else, even if I don't really have it to, to give, it just makes me feel so much better. And I'm not looking for anything in return when I can speak life into someone else that helps make me feel that makes me feel so much better especially if it if someone comes to me and says Michelle look I I need you I'm just I'm feeling down I'm feeling out I'm feeling depressed I'm feeling beat down and I can speak life into them I can pray with them I can pray over them I can pray for them that makes me feel so much better when I have my, my time with God and I get to pray about this world I get to pray about God's people some of which I specifically call by name that just makes me feel so much better Mm. I don't know about you and lastly number 18 I need you to refuse to give up whatever your most important goal is and I need you to hear me I need you to refuse to stop dancing That is taking the necessary action to achieve your goal until you've succeeded. I need you all to hear me and I need you to hear me clearly. Whatever your most important goal is, and I'm pretty sure all your goals are important, but we all have that one goal that's like at the top of the the list of important goals. I need you to refuse to stop until... You have succeeded. There are going to be some roadblocks. There are going to be, and I talked about that in yesterday's car conversation. I talked about a turnaround is coming, and this is. um, I decided to talk about this because I was listening to Joel Osteen and he was preaching about that thing. But whatever it is that you've been hoping for and working hard to get to, it is coming. Your your mountain is going to become a molehill so that you can get to the the finish line for whatever that goal is that you have in mind. But it is so important that you not give up. Yes, things are going to happen. Yes, you're going to feel defeated. Yes, you're going to feel like giving up. But you have got to make up in your mind that you are going to keep pushing forward until you have succeeded in that goal. And it's as simple as that. You may have to take a few detours and that's all right. As long as you get to the end goal that's what I, that's what I'm looking for let me do a quick recap and I promise I'll let you be so today I talked about some ways to get your mojo back and number one I said stop whining it's alright to vent every now and then but you need to stop whining about the same thing if you are two three four years down the road and you're still complaining about that same thing that's a problem because that means that you have not moved on and that is dragging your, your energy down. You just don't even realize it. Number two, I said, do something that's daring. Do something that you probably would never normally do. Number three, wear something flattering. You know, we get all dressed up. We just feel so much better. Number four, engage in an activity that you truly enjoy. There's nothing worse than always doing things that you don't want to do. And I get it. When you're in a relationship, you know, you go to the movies, you get to pick one time, your significant other gets to pick the next time. It may not necessarily be a movie that you want to see, but that's all right, because they watched a movie that you wanted to see that they didn't. So it's okay. But every now and then, you have to do something that you truly enjoy doing. Number five, I said practice positive. And I gave you something that I want you to memorize and repeat to yourself when it comes to dreams one might falter but the only way to fail is to abandon them number six I said get moving if you don't get up and get moving guess what you are never ever ever going to get to where you want to be number seven set yourself up to have frequent small wins so you should be setting monthly weekly daily quarterly and yearly goals and then focus Focus on those small wins. If you made it through the day without having to cuss anybody out, guess what? That's a win. I seriously doubt that most of us did, but that's that's all right, too. But I'm just saying if that was your goal for the day and you were able to achieve it, then that's fine. If you made it through the day without eating any, eating any junk food or eating out, I'm giving you a thumbs up but set yourself up to have frequent small wins. Stop stop looking at that big picture because that can get frustrating and that can also cause you to shut down. Focus on the small wins. Number eight, keep your head up. Have the courage to fail big and then stick around. Make them wonder why you're still smiling. Number eight, be true to yourself. If you can't be true to anybody else in life, you should always be able to be true to yourself. Number that was number nine. I'm sorry. Number 10. Take a moment to look back at your successes. You might be in a slump. You might not be where you truly want to be. And that's all right, because it happens to all of us from time to time. But you should be able to go back and look over the wins and things that you've accomplished along the way. Number 11, forgive and forget. You have got to do that. I, I always tell people when you forget, when you forgive and you forget, you're not forgiving that person for them. You're forgiving that person for you. See, because you're the one that's angry, chances are they've gone on about their business. They ain't thinking about you. So I need you to learn to forgive and forget because God can always take care of that person far better than you can. And guess what? He's not going to end up in jail like you will if you do the thing that you've been thinking about. Number 12, stop waiting for the facts to change because a lot of times that's going to be wishful thinking. If you suffer the setback, You might decide that you're not going to do anything until a more comfortable set of facts presents themselves. Chances are that's not going to happen, so stop waiting for it. Number 13, be curious. Learn something new. Find some new interests. And I'm going to say this, you should learn something new every day. Doesn't matter how big or small it is, but you need to make sure you are learning at least one new thing every single day. Number 14, be grateful for what you have. Instead of focusing on what you lack. That speaks for itself. Be grateful for what you have right now and stop focusing on what you don't have. Mm. Number 15, stay in your own life. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop worrying about, oh, well, Lord, you blessed them with this and I'm still waiting on that. Okay, that very well may be, but do you understand that everything is not necessarily a blessing? When you see somebody walking around and they have all this money, so now they're going out here buying this big fancy house, this biggest expensive car, taking these fancy lavish trips and all of that. Y'all know that old saying, "A fool and their money will soon depart." That's what that happens. Everything that somebody has is not always a blessing. So stop calling it that. Number six, sixteen. Surround yourself with your accomplishments. Again, you might be in a place right now where you're just not feeling really motivated. So go back and look at your accomplishments and say, wow, you know what? If I did it before, dad wanted it, I can do it again. Sometimes you have to motivate yourself. Number 17, I said help someone because there's no better way to feel good about yourself than when you help someone else in need. And number 18, refuse to give up. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter what somebody said, or know what, no matter what somebody told you that you can or cannot have, I need you to keep going, and you refuse to give up no matter what. See what I've learned to do in life is when you tell people something. That's why I'm always careful about who I share my goals with. First of all, I'm glad, I'm thankful that I have a small circle that I can share my goals with, and we encourage one another. But when you share your goals with someone, and they try to tell you, oh, that's not going to work, because so and so did it, it didn't work for them. Well, I'm not so so-and-so and so, and so and so's not me. You refuse to give up. Doesn't matter what people say. Doesn't matter what they think. If you don't have anybody in your corner, first of all, know you always have God. All right. Let's not forget that. But outside of God, if you don't have anybody in your corner in your little inner circle, don't worry about them, honey. Keep your head up. Refuse to give up. Keep pushing forward because the best really is yet to come. If you are new to watching to watching <laughs> if you're new to listening to my podcast I want to say thank you so much for giving me a little bit of your time to speak life into you welcome 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 I put out a podcast every Saturday so I look forward to seeing you again on next Saturday when I have a whole new topic for you If this is not your first rodeo I want to say welcome back I missed you guys so good to have you back again you know it is my privilege it is my honor And it is a blessing that I am able to speak life into so many people. I love it when I get emails and text messages and notes from people saying, Michelle, you have no idea how that podcast blessed me. You have no idea how your post blessed me. You have no idea how that video topic truly blessed me. And it came right when I needed it most. So it is my hope that something i've said today will marinate in your spirit and help you to get your mojo back as you go out there and be the phenomenal people that i know you are and just always know that well y'all know the drill you know my spiel i love each and every one of you to the moon and back and there's nothing and i mean absolutely nothing that you can do about it i am always here if you need someone to talk to I always know that I'm going to encourage you to achieve your goals. I'm going to encourage you to go out there and do big things because I believe in you. Many of you I don't know. Many of you I've never met and I probably never will meet. And that's all right because I still believe in you anyway. So please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated. And guess what, you guys, you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. Just hit that button and start uh, and you, you can support me. You can do a one time gift or you can do a monthly thing. Anything that you decide to do is greatly appreciated because it helps me to continue to do what I do. And I thank you so much to those of you that have supported me and continue to support me. Go out there and be great because great is calling you and great is calling me. Until next week, take care.